what advice would you give to any aspiring, um, you know, property manager or developer? Keep your eyes open. You have two ears and one mouth. You should listen twice as much as you talk and study things. And you can do that on your own. Study a shopping center that's doing well and one that isn't doing well. Maybe the access is poor and maybe you can improve it by showing the city how a left in and a left out would be beneficial and it, it would get beget better tenants and more rent and more assessment and more taxes and more jobs. Get as much education as you can and uh, just don't be greedy. There'll be enough for you. Welcome to the Mastering Property Management Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Sarbit. Join me as we delve into candid conversations with industry experts to uncover their strategies and insights for achieving success in property management. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, let's elevate your property management skills together. Hi, everybody. I'm Jared Sarbit with Mastering Property Management. Today, I have the amazing honor to have Sandy Schindelman here with me. Uh, Sandy Schindelman is the founder and CEO of Shindico, based in uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba. Also happens to be a second cousin of mine, so I have to have to throw that in there. Um, but we, I don't know if we've ever met Sandy, um, you know, like in person. Uh, I know you know you know my dad well, but maybe as when I was a little kid, I may have met you. But yeah, I, I don't recall. But uh, you look familiar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe some some pictures here and there. So yeah. yeah, good. Well, it's amazing to have you here, Sandy. You you've built um, maybe you won't call it, but I'll call it an empire in uh, in Manitoba. Um, everywhere you know, I grew up in Brandon, Manitoba. Um, but you know, everywhere you go out there, you know, you see Shindico, um, whether it's development or property management, you name it. Uh, and so I would love you to just kind of run me through your story. Um, you know, take me back to the to you know the beginning of as far back as you really would like, and just kind of the milestones that that got you along the way to where you are today, uh, and uh, and then talk about where where you're at today with Shindico. Well, uh, the milestones were uh, growing up in an agricultural family in a grocery store, corner grocery store, much like uh, uh, your grandfather uh, in a different town. Uh, in Portage Prairie, and uh, we operated that in an abattoir and a feedlot, uh, so we kept busy in Portage Prairie, and uh, I wanted to get into the real estate business uh, from an early age, and uh, was able to accomplish that when I was 18, uh, and got licensed as a real estate broker. Okay. I got licensed as a broker and not a salesman because they sent the wrong exam out to Portage Prairie for me to take, so I was uh, I was a broker. So that nice. happened rather quickly, cool. and uh, I was uh, you know trying to sell a few things and farms and whatever, and uh, was always interested in the commercial aspect of it because at 18 years old, uh, no one's going to buy a house from you. You don't know anything about a house. Right. Uh, but the numbers are the numbers, and usually the people you're dealing with understand the numbers at least yeah. as well as you do, or better. And so I uh, em embarked on working in the commercial real estate business. And uh, once we started developing with very small projects, three, four thousand feet, uh, converting a gas station or something of that nature. Uh, of course, we managed them too because we didn't have any money. So, uh, right. you know, the 
$200 a month property management fees uh, were meaningful. Right. Uh, yeah. Whatever they, they were. And so uh, I operated by myself. Uh, then my brother joined me in, um, I think it was 84 when the store, when the abattoir were sold. Uh, he came in and uh, uh, we've been together, of course, ever since. Uh, my other brother's in Europe. He lives in Europe, also in the real estate business. Okay. Uh, and uh, so we can share best practices back and forth. Great. Uh, so really, the real estate business is based on what I saw from uh, my father and mother, how they operated in Portugal Prairie. And that's where we came up with our mission statement, which is quite short. Yeah. Uh, it's not our original mission statement. It's our second. The original was so long, uh, and I can't find a copy of it anywhere. <laughs> when we moved, I had that as one of the things that they should look for. Find our old mission right. statement. Right. Our old mission statement was one that I stole from somebody and changed a few words, but I can't remember any of it. <laughs> our new one is succeeding by helping others succeed. And every word is important there. It's not succeeding by helping uh uh, helping other people succeed, for example, would have been easier to get on a business card hmm. uh, because that isn't really what we do. We have to be aware internally that we're succeeding by helping others succeed. Yeah. It's not, it's, we're, we're not the government. We're not a not-for-profit. We don't just help people succeed. That's how we succeed. Hmm. And so if somebody uh, phones this office uh, and wants to put up a sign for their child's gymnastics school, uh, the receptionist doesn't have to take the message, pass it to the assistant property manager, who passes it to the property manager, okay. and uh, who has to get a hold of one of us uh, to say yes, you know, because uh, you know, the registration may be over by then. Yeah. So they should know that if they're succeeding by helping these people succeed, and not to the detriment of a, of another tenant, you know, don't put your sign up in front of, uh, block the sign of another tenant. Right. Or something like that. Yeah. And uh, put some blocks under it so it doesn't go through the asphalt, uh, <laughs> so that our tenants don't have another expense uh, for us granting this. But yeah. uh, you can go down to the receptionist can can give them that approval. That's done. We Amazing. don't have to do all these things because yeah. they're succeeding. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Helping those others succeed. Beautiful. And so that's internally and externally. Hmm. And if you if we just focus on that, um, it seems to go good. I mean, we were able to yeah. grow substantially to. Uh, by Manitoba standards, uh, 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 one of the larger developer right. owner managers, and uh, it's it's gone well. 
Yeah, no, no question about it. So, so that, that, that is really, really smart. I mean, a lot of people's mission statements are, you know, focused internally. Um, but, you know, you're, you're looking externally. And I think, you know, like you, you see that in communities in general, when others are helping others, that's when communities really succeed or successful. Uh, right. You know, and everyone's lifting each other up. It's not a internal, you know, competition and jealousy. And no, it's like, let's listen, you do well. If I do well, everyone's doing well. You know, let's let's get everyone up to this level. I, I love that. I, I really love that. That's um, that's powerful. Um, and so so tell me. So that brings you to today. I mean, there's, I'm sure, a ton in between. Uh, but tell me, now, you know, today, where, where is Shindico? Like, is there, are there some metrics that you can kind of give to kind of give an idea of yes, where you guys are um, at? As, as of uh, today, um, we uh, bought another management company, uh, which will be um, taking over in about a month or so. And that company has been around for 100 years. Wow. That's Ackman Management. Okay. And uh, about two months ago, we launched our uh, general construction business, uh, S&R Construction, uh, Sandy Ann Robert, because we couldn't <laughs> get any of the other names approved. And after a month of trying to get names approved, we decided we better get on with it and build a building. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, we did that. Nice. Uh, and uh, we've appointed uh, a new COO. Uh, also named Alex Ackman, whose family was and is Ackman Management. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, young man, uh, very skilled, uh, very smart. Uh, we uh, elevated uh, a lady that has been here for you know 15 years or more uh, to CFO. Again, very smart, uh, very intuitive, very good training and mentoring. So yeah. we've 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 kind of figured that part out for the first time, really. Wow! Uh, in 50 years, yeah. And so that I can uh, uh, do uh, a little less or a lot less. Uh, yeah. I'm not planning to leave the building yet. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to know that we're in such good hands uh, that I can. Amazing! You're focusing on building that legacy. Yeah, right. That, yeah. uh, we don't yeah. want to sell and have. Uh, you know, 50 employees wondering, looking over their shoulder. Right. So uh, the employees all know that uh, this is longevity mm -hmm. uh, for them, and they yeah. can count on careers if they're, you know, yeah. wanting to excel in the real estate business. Fantastic. Fantastic. So we, we have our brokerage division, which is, uh, I guess, boutique uh because it's not huge okay. uh but we have a pretty good uh market share on retail and industrial yes uh, we have uh the management of, of course because we've ha we had to be yeah uh, uh we do select third party management but uh only select uh because we got to make sure that the manpower is here right. and that we only offer one level of service Mm. So we can't be in the race to the bottom uh, uh, for pricing and stuff because yeah. our people are compensated at the top of uh, any scale. And, right. uh, and and we like that. Yeah. But we, we don't want to uh, do it in any other way. And so 
having one level of service, it doesn't matter if we're managing a, a Max convenience store or a donut house yeah. or a shopping center. Yeah. So uh, we have managed and managed for some family offices, uh, pension funds, okay. Canadian pension funds. And um, that gives us a pretty big um, swath. I think we manage yeah. 5 million feet. Awesome. Uh, we have a pipeline uh, with a joint venture partner, Ontario Teachers, of uh, several thousand apartments. Uh, we're partnered with a company called Main and Main Asset Management. Uh, we do all the back office here, and uh, that office is in Toronto, and we're building uh, several thousand units in uh, Ottawa, wow. Toronto, and Montreal, and Hamilton. Wow, that's the the main and main business. Okay, uh, and uh, and I said the the joint venture here will will be the biggest uh, that we've done. It's uh, it's a two billion dollar deal. Wow, uh, with you know with our partners at Cadillac Fairview. Yeah. So that's yeah the planning is going on now, and uh, we expect to be in front of the city of Winnipeg and over the next few months for our final entitlements on north of Grand, uh, Polo Park Shopping Center. Uh, we've added uh, residential density to our shopping centers. We've added 248 suites uh, uh, to this project across the street from us called Grand Park Festival. Uh, we intend to add about another 900 suites there okay. over the next, I would say, seven years. Wow. Uh, we're going to do mixed use against the um, Cadona Place Shopping Center with apartments and uh, retail. We anticipate uh, probably not putting the retail in the same building, but okay. next door. Uh, you know, I wouldn't want to have the pizza delivery underneath my balcony. So right. succeeding, yeah. others succeed. Yeah, uh, you may need to get some sleep, so right. we wow. put them in separate buildings, and we've done sure. that uh, very well on on Taylor Avenue and other places. Uh, we still are in uh, several rural communities. We've developed in in uh, Winkler. We have developed in Sault Ste. Marie, uh, Thunder Bay, uh, Selkirk, and Portage, and uh, Winkler and who knows where else. Uh, so we're active in small communities, helping them succeed, helping them build their tax base and yeah. jobs. Yes, so that, that's been very good for yeah. us and and the communities that we work in. And uh, so we've added that with Ackman's yeah. come, I think a thousand or twelve hundred suites, and an industrial portfolio from uh, Vancouver to Montreal. Okay, holy cow. So uh, and that'll be integrated. I think uh, the next integration move starts next week with our people going over to their office and their people wow. coming over to our office until such time as we get the furniture for the main floor for allowing for us to expand. Gotcha. So that's, wow. and Alex uh, is... Uh, doing all of that uh, with other people here. Uh, 
we've got Colin lined up. Uh, he's been here for a couple of months running the construction. Uh, we're self-performing on a new warehouse. We're starting in a month, uh, 84,000 feet on spec. Uh, we only have one more building in that park to do. We've built two, starting the third, and the fourth one is 105,000 feet. Um, we're continuing to increase the densities and refresh what we have with facades and pad buildings uh, yes. to keep it higher up in people's uh, minds. Yes. Uh, uh, we, we're really a low leverage uh, operation. Uh, we've acquired some buildings on in partnership on Pemina Highway, 189 units. Uh, we're working on a development acquisition, rather. Uh, beside that, on Pemina Highway, another building on uh, Corden Avenue that they're doing uh, some due diligence starting tomorrow. Hmm. Uh, we're very busy. I'm busier than I've ever been. Uh, bringing the next generation into the business, uh, them being more aggressive, but not too aggressive. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, as I'm slowing down, they're ramping up. So it's, right. uh, it's yeah. fun to see. Wow. Holy cow. That's a lot. I, I can't believe I, I, that you were able to list that all off like that. Uh, I mean, the amount of detail in each one of those would be so tremendous. And for I you to without the help that I've got. Yeah, right. No question. No question. That's, that's really amazing. Um, so to get here, I mean, you started buying your own properties, you know, like, you know, started with, with really nothing, managing them yourself. How, what, what were the qualities that got you to this level? Like there's so many people that aspire and dream of what you've accomplished. I didn't have a personal overhead. Yeah. And really still don't. I yeah. just built my first house a year ago. Wow. I'm 66. Yeah. So uh, I, I didn't have a huge personal overhead and didn't have a lot of distractions. Uh, worked hard. My yeah. wife works uh, with me. Uh, she's a financial person, a CPA. Great. Yeah. Uh, she works hard. My brother works harder than I do. She works harder than I do. Wow. Uh, wow. So we're working all the time. We were brought up to prize work as opposed to success. Yeah. You know, just uh, keep working at it. I had a pool hall yeah. when I was a kid in Porge La Prairie, uh, you know, that my brother helped me with uh, uh, when I went to school. And, uh, uh, you know, feeding cattle at the same time, uh, buying scrap metal, buying gold and silver uh, when that was a thing, and just uh, various entrepreneurial things. Yeah. And just yeah. keeping uh, focused and wanting the best for my people. That's why we built the building we're in, because I wanted everyone to have parking by the door. And I wanted everyone to have lots of room and yeah. geothermal and all of this kind of stuff. Wow. And yeah. so uh, they can be happy in the space in a safe environment, etc. Uh, we're not downtown and for our office. We're in the... I guess suburbs were at the edge of River Heights and, okay. uh, yeah. and Taylor and Waverly. Uh, we like it here. Yeah. Uh, my house is seven minutes away. Uh, used to be five minutes away, but a lot of traffic in the last few years. Uh, right. That commute bigger. Sure. 
seven minutes seems like a long time <laughs> so then it's not yeah. worth mentioning exactly um yeah you know that's all it just uh it's a contact sport uh yeah uh it's a relationship business Yes. Uh, we think the three most important aspects of real estate are relationships, 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 as opposed yes. to location, location, location. Of uh -huh. course, you have to have the location. Yeah. So we're, uh, I was a CCIM senior instructor for over 40 years. I just retired yeah. last October, a year yeah. ago. Uh, involved in the SIOR, Society of Industrial and Office Realtors. Uh as long along with the CCIM, uh, I'm a CRE, a counselor of real estate as well, as well as a fellow of the Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors. Holy cow. Because I had to get yeah. some uh, letters behind my name for my mother because uh, <laughs> there's no MDs or LLBs to, to be able to <laughs> I left that to my brothers to get. Uh-huh. Okay. Et cetera. Gotcha. So, uh, uh, the big education I didn't have, but uh, I studied hard and I studied long and uh, we were able to uh, build a business uh, that we have. I guess uh, when the merger is complete, we'll have about 60 people here. Okay. Uh, inside and another probably same amount outside. Okay. Uh, and then the construction we're ramping up. Uh, so we're doing some hiring, uh, superintendents, etc. Oh, yeah. So we'll have a few more there. Okay. And then we're it's a uh, open field uh, for uh, anything else that is really an add-on to this business. Yeah. So, so like construction, uh, anything else is uh, an add-on. Uh, right. We do assessment appeals for our own portfolio and our managed portfolio. We're not a fee-for-service provider in that, but mm. we do uh, that work. Mm. Uh, we do financing. Uh, Diane, who's my wife, looks after our, our debt. Mm -hmm. And we manage our debt by, uh, we have a lot of dry powder. We, we pay off mortgages when they get down. We don't necessarily refinance them for the sake of of hmm. refinancing them yeah uh they're they're they throw off cash flow uh, banks like it yeah right for sure for sure wow so, so like i mean it sounds like you have a, a an incredible work ethic you must from an early age i did you did, <laughs> I did have an incredible work. yeah not as yeah. good now yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. And we're like entitled to that. To, I like to get home to catch Jeopardy at 530. <laughs> awesome. Who's hosting Jeopardy these days? Uh, Ken Jennings is on this week. Ah, okay. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, well, that's that's amazing. And, and and I think beyond the work ethic is is a true passion and love for, for what you do. Would you would you agree with that? Like yeah, it's, it's just nice. It's nice to build something that supply that helps the community with taxes. Which are, yeah. high, which are too high, but anyway. Agreed. To provide jobs. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a blog. Uh, I didn't even know what a blog was. <laughs> uh, but I was looking out my window one day, and we're building a, uh, we were building a Walmart 
super center just down the street. And I was watching trucks coming and going, doing the excavation. They were going by my office. Yeah. And I, and it was early in the year, like we got an early jump on it, an early spring jump on it, because we like the ground to be frozen for, for that work. Mm-hmm. And I saw every name you could imagine on a truck. Uh, Joe's hauling, Main Street hauling, uh, the, the main contractor for the uh, undergrounds and the paving, etc. was a company called Maple Leaf Construction. And uh-huh. they had subcontracted the truck, some of the trucking. I mean, they have a, probably 200 trucks of their own. Uh, but it was nice to see the trucks go by, four going, going one way, four coming back. Beautiful. And uh, that's when I, when I realized that what we were really creating is jobs uh-huh. so during the construction and eventually jobs in the store uh, when it got open. And we've since added a few buildings to that site. And uh, we like seeing the action. We like, yeah. we just extended a strip. Uh, we built a 13,000 foot expansion and that's uh, fully leased up uh, to great tenants. Uh, the industrial we've leased up to great tenants. And uh, we're always prospecting uh, to do more business and to do better business Yeah, uh, with relationships we have. Uh, Wonderful across Canada and the U.S. Wonderful. That's a that's a really powerful um, uh, statement that you said. You know, watching those trucks go in and out, and I, I can really relate to that. And um, as so, some listeners may know, I own a janitorial company, and to a totally different level, you're a much bigger level than I, I ever have been. But um, uh, I remember, you know, when we first started driving around the city and seeing the lights on in the buildings, and I could see in the in the windows the people cleaning, and that was a really powerful moment for me. And it and it was like. It is an extension of what I've created, you know, and like, you know, and it's just so beautiful to see all this action, everything moving. And it's like, wow, this, this came from my ideas, you know, at some point. It, it, it is really heartwarming. I know that uh, with the war in the Ukraine, yeah, uh, many men have come here mm. and uh, they show up to the construction trailer. They're, they're not yeah. sending in resumes on indeed or right uh, whatever the name of the sure. yeah. recruiter they mm-hmm. show up at the trailer and they're looking for work and who's ever in the trailer that moment whether it's the painting contractor the stucco contractor the window installers or an electrician grabs those people yeah and yeah. and they're and they and they keep them on they're not just for yeah. the job they yes come on so yeah. just going up at the trailer uh, yeah. gets you a job. Yeah, that's that. It's giving people think, purpose. Yeah, I think we got seventy or eighty on the on the site. Wow! Holy cow! Yeah, that's fantastic. That's special. Yeah. So it's Very nice. good. I mean, uh, yeah. my grandparents were immigrants here. Uh, uh, they, they they weren't welcomed with open arms, I don't think. And uh, mm. uh, yeah. we're we're changing it up to welcome them with yeah. open arms. Yeah, well done, well done, incredible. Uh, I kind of want to shift gears a little bit. Talk about you know the, the industry in general. You know, like it's. I mean, since since the days that you you started um, to today, I'm sure it's changed quite a bit. So first, my first, there's kind of a twofold question. I want to say, you know, what what have you seen 
change, you know, and then, and then where do you see it going? Do you see some trends, you know, as, as things evolve? Investing in technology is something that small real estate companies didn't do and large real estate companies took a long time to do. Mm -hmm. They were all working on it. So that, that was one thing. Uh, we've always been big on technology, big on software, yeah. Yeah. big on research. Sure. So uh, when we were 45 people, uh, which we are in this office until Tuesday of next week, yeah. uh, we have three people in, in uh, marketing and research. Right. Uh, most companies of our size do not have any people wow. in yeah. that field. So yeah. we, we have all the demographic software that anybody would have. Yeah, and, right. And we're closer to it that we do a pretty good job of uh, anticipating. When we manage property asset management, we have all of our tenants broken down by NASIC codes. Mm -hmm. So we can say, you know, what's our exposure to groceries, convenience stores, fashion? You know, how yes. do we lower that? How do we uh, yeah. grow that? And yeah. uh, so we invest a lot in uh, software, uh, customization. Yeah. Uh, and, and we have had in-house legal for probably 25, 20 years at least. Okay. Okay. And they're uh, right. integral to the management of our company. Yeah. Our, our general yeah. counsel is, uh, we're not running a law firm here. It's uh, right. development work. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. Brilliant. Right. Very cool. Uh, uh, what would you say is like out of, you know, the, all the years of experience you've gone through, what are some of the biggest challenges that you've come across? I mean, we've gone through COVID, you know, we've gone through high interest rates, low interest rates, and then high interest rates again. I mean, I'm sure you've seen it all. Um, what are some of the challenges that have, that you, you've come across that have really been, you know, tough and how did you overcome them? Well, um, City, city entitlements uh, and restrictions have uh, slowed down our industry, not just us. Mm. And it's, it's too bad that at lower interest rates, uh, more things weren't approved for us and others. Yeah. Uh, who yeah. have been building and providing jobs, et cetera. Yes. There, are, there is some talk of development as of right, that if you have land, you don't have to always fight a rezoning, uh, which nobody wants anything anytime uh, yeah. but people want their taxes to go up and we're right. asking people to let us share the burden of property taxes by building yeah. a building uh-huh you know uh building a building in the neighborhood so that's uh, that entitlement process and kind of the woke attitude of of uh that kind of planning yeah uh, it's hard on people it's hard on the jobs they they don't see it as you know, we're providing jobs, not yeah. only construction, but I don't build a building to be vacant. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. going to be working there and yes. getting a salary. Yeah. Uh, just like you saw those people providing janitorial service. Uh, if there's, if the building isn't there, you're not looking up and seeing yeah. the lights on. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I always say, you know, the best solution to, to, you know, social services and, you know, a tough economy is, is jobs, 
right? And 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 is is stimulating the economy through through you know corporate trade and and building businesses and small businesses. That's that's what will get people off the street. That will, so will give people purpose. And you 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 know it very well. So 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 city red tape is kind of the been the challenge. It, it, red tape it, in general. It's been a challenge. You know, we're in a high yeah. tax environment in Canada anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, so we have to work within that environment. Yeah, uh, we don't expect yeah. that to change anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, so we 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 work that way, and uh, as long as everyone gets on the same page, and uh, uh, I, I never thought when I wanted to be a developer that that was a pejorative word, whereas right. over time it, it's gotten that way. All yeah. I know is we build places for people to work. People have to work in building the places. I don't swing the hammer. Yes. And, uh, and then we have the right to pay taxes forever. Mm-hmm. An annuity yeah. to the municipality. Yeah. And the school, and the school boards. So yes. uh, we think we're good for uh, the communities we work in. Uh, we've been doing uh, a few acquisitions and renovations and not just new construction now and repositioning things and uh, we're always excited about the the next deal and the newest deal, and that's what yeah. keeps us going. Wonderful, wonderful. What are some of the most? What is one of the most memorable jobs that you've ever done? You know, in, in all the years, um, is there any job that really sticks out in your mind that you're you're truly proud of? I'm sure there's many, but yeah, I, I really haven't had time to reflect on it. I like built, building in uh, my hometown and building a grocery store when we were in the grocery store business. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, building some restaurants because I eat in restaurants. Yeah. Uh, that that's fun. Uh, taking unused brownfield sites uh, covered with power lines and things and getting rid of that and turning it into something like we did on Taylor Avenue. Uh, repositioning apartments and giving people better places to live, uh, renovation and, and lifting people up. Yeah, uh, you know we took over a little building for somebody uh, that we managed for, and it yeah. was just a disgusting little place. And the manager was disgusting, and everything was disgusting. I mean, his his his, his accommodation, not the person. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, was right. a hovel because because it was a hovel. Yeah, it was his doing. And yeah. I know that we renovated that building and and changed the the feel of it. And uh, that guy is an important guy for us, Chris. Uh, uh, he's moved to another building of you know twice as much revenue, uh, wow. twice as big, and he's got a bright future with us. Great. So yeah. we, we like yeah. to find diamonds in the rough. Who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've been fortunate that we've been able to. Yeah, fantastic. I, I, that's that's really cool that you talk about you know building a grocery store, coming from the you know being in the grocery business growing up, and then building it you know like being now seeing it on the other end. Um, I always you know as you know my as you mentioned my my grandfather owned a grocery store and right behind me uh, you might not be able to see it but the viewers should be able to. Yeah, there's a, a picture of my great grandfather and my great grandmother with my with my Zeta uh, Sid in their grocery store and. And uh, it's a real inspiration for me. And I hope one day we can get back into that business somehow. You know, it's a dream that maybe one of my kids get into it. It's a it's a tough business. We built a lot of grocery stores, though. We built oh at least a dozen. 
and yeah. uh, we've got one uh, just being renovated now, a Sobe store, again across the street, as part yeah. of our our redevelopment, and it's 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 good. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, fantastic. How have you seen um, through, you know, through COVID, obviously there was a lot of, you know, working from home and more, more e-commerce and all of that. How have you seen that affect, has that affected you guys in any way? Um, it has, but yeah. uh, one of the things that Alex did when he, five, I guess five years ago, hmm. was move us to the cloud. Uh-huh. We had an IT provider that didn't want that because yeah. he, they could control more if we didn't do that. We mm. did it. Okay. When COVID struck, uh, we we worked from home. Right. And yeah. seamless. Uh, we have Teams meetings, and uh, half the people could be in their offices in here, but we're yeah. having team meetings not to spread the uh, the virus. Right. But people like coming in here. There was always, I'd say, about eight people here. Okay. You know, yeah. uh, you know, plus a shittleman or two or three. Right. And uh, uh, people, you know, if they're not feeling great, if they have the sniffles, uh, then they work from home because they can. Yeah. Sure. Because yeah. set up, everybody's set up to work remotely. Right. But we don't think it's there's any benefits to it. I mean, mm -hmm. the benefit mm -hmm. of not driving to work and saving gasoline and uh, not have to wearing only have to wear a shirt, no pants, yeah. uh, less dry cleaning. Yeah. Uh, you know, we think that the mentoring and the training lacks, or or we don't mm -hmm. know how to do it properly on. Yeah. On teams or. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Oh, very good. Um, you know, what advice would you give to any aspiring, um, you know, property manager or developer? Um, what, what would you What would you tell them? You know, if they were starting off, if you met Sandy, you know, I guess it would be how many years ago? Forty, you know, 50 almost fifty years ago. Years ago. Yeah. I, what would I, you What would you say? Keep your eyes open. You have two ears and one mouth. You should listen twice as much as you talk. And, and and study things, and you could do that on your own. Study a shopping center that's doing well and one that isn't doing well. Maybe the access is poor, and maybe yes. you can improve it by showing the city how a left in and a left out would be beneficial, and it, it yeah. would get, be get better tenants and more rent and more assessment and more taxes and more yeah. jobs. Yeah. So, uh, just learn, uh, get as much education as you can. Uh, I'm a big promoter of the CCIM Institute. It was very good for me, uh, allowed me to do things myself. Hmm. I only thought others could do. Uh, hmm. So that was, uh, that was very good. And uh, just don't be greedy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Bring other people up with you. Yeah, don't be greedy. Yeah, yeah, I love it. There'll be enough for it. you. Yeah, fantastic. Um, I, I know uh, you know uh, this isn't really your department, uh, but you know, as you know, I own a janitorial company. Right. Uh, and um, what what kind of qualities uh, would would Shindico be looking for for the properties that under your umbrella when you're looking for a good janitorial company? Well, we don't 
hire too many janitorial service because the tenants do that. And the yeah, types right. of tenants we have are not downtown office buildings anymore. Yes. Uh, the downtown office buildings that we manage are, I believe, one. One downtown office building. And okay. it is 100% leased to City of Winnipeg Assessment Department. And so okay. they're, they're in charge of, of the janitorial. Right. I think yes. we have janitorial here in our office, but I don't think we provide it to the main floor tenants. Okay. Retailers, of course, we, we don't do janitorial, industrial. Hell, they don't clean the places, so uh, <laughs> you, you wouldn't want to be pegged to be the one that's doing that work because you'd never get another job. Um, so, you know, it's important that people be respectful and and not look to do as little as possible yeah look to do the full job and then everyone wins yeah 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 yeah, yeah. fantastic uh my next question is i'll, I'll kind of add a component because usually i ask you know if you can manage any property but but also maybe if you could develop a property if you could develop or manage any property you know anywhere in the world what would that be i kind of like what we're doing yeah i, I don't you know, we're doing big stuff, 40-story port-in-place mixed use in Toronto and Ottawa. Uh, that's exciting. The architecture is exciting. Uh, the planning for the Polo Park uh, residential is exciting. Uh, yeah. say it could be as much as $2 billion when complete. Yeah. Big job. We've got excellent partners in Cadillac Fairview. Uh, they hire smart people. Yes. Uh, uh, the main and main experience has been good. Uh, yeah. We do all the back office, and their CFO, the CFO for main and main, is here in my okay. offices. So okay. we do all of that. Uh, we have some properties in the U.S. that we haven't been really that active on, and so mm. we're sending some people down in the new year to get acquainted with yeah. uh, my partners there and uh, oh. get get give them. Uh, a little more outlook and on something different they can see something different and sure they're smart they're all smart yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing you, you you should be really proud i mean for you to be able to say that you know you're doing what you would dream of doing you know you've you that's 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 a beautiful statement so congratulations on yeah, really achieving I mean, that yeah i mean there's hiccups and there's lying uh lying tenants and lying lenders and lying everything else <laughs> that's I, I don't think yeah. that there would be any necessarily that much better someplace else yeah 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 excellent very nice um, my last question is uh, what book would you recommend for aspiring property managers um, that, that would help them you know it doesn't necessarily have to be right on property management but something that you think that would really help in, in, I in their I enjoyed uh, a book called the autobiography of um, William Zeckendorf. Okay. It was published in 1970 by Holt Reinhardt Winston and uh, was re reissued a few years ago uh, okay. by obviously somebody else. I've never heard of Holt Reinhardt and Winston for 50 years. <laughs> okay. uh, it was a book. It was a book on uh, his life. He built Placeville Marie. He built the United Nations. Wow. Uh, he built the Brown Palace in Denver some really big 
work. He was a developer okay. from New York, and it talks about when he got married and he took a suite of of rooms in like some hotel. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, but it, it really got me interested in the development business and seeing that you could dream a little bigger dream of yeah. things that that had not yet been built. Wow. Amazing. So a, one book that comes to mind. Uh, we buy a lot of books, but we don't read them. We put them on a shelf. Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I got back here. Yeah. They're collecting dots now. They're, uh, I, I do audiobooks now. So this is where my, my book shelf will never get bigger than this. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, uh, that's probably a lot better. So yeah. um, that was one good book. Yeah. You can find it. The Autobiography of William Zeckendorf. He became Isaac, you. You, you know, that you may have heard of. Sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, they were a big developer. I think they were taken over by the Reichmans or somebody. Uh, wow. And he has a son. I think it's Bill Zeckendorf Jr. who might might have been in the development business or is still in the development business. Okay. All right. And he was in the development business for certain. And okay. He still be in the development business. Okay. Uh, you got me. You're gonna, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole on this now. <laughs> Thanks for that. I appreciate it. Um, well, that, that's amazing, Sandy. Um, thank you so much for and all the things you're doing. I'm so honored that you're taking the time to you know speak to me um, and be on this podcast. Um, I, I wish uh, Shindico and yourself and your family uh, much more continued success. Uh, and um, and thank you so much for your time. Well, thank thank you, Jerry. And keep succeeding. Thank you. You're succeeding, so keep doing it. Thank you, Sandy. I really appreciate that. Thank All you. right.